is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the mellow mondays podcast this week we're back with another episode two weeks in a row so i am uh pretty psyched on that glad to be back with you guys and i'm excited about today's episode today i just want to have a time of just a little bit of storytelling um just kind of tell you guys about some of my fishing adventures, um, more specifically the most recent fishing trip I've gone on. So those of you guys who have followed the podcast for a while, you know that I like to fly fish and my grandpa got me into fly fishing. So that's kind of where I first learned how to do everything. And I was blessed to be able to go on a trip this year again. So me and my grandpa tried to go on a trip pretty much every year Um, just because my work schedule is so crazy sometimes it's a little difficult for me to figure out when we're going to do it and this trip uh, was no different it was stressful we had it booked for one time and then I found out we were going to Europe for shows that we originally weren't going to be going on and we found out so they had to change everything do all the change the reservations make sure we still had a place at the lodge all those different things ended up being perfect it was fine But my lifestyle, unfortunately, makes planning things ahead a little difficult. And something you really want to do with a fly fishing trip is book it ahead. Um, We have a certain guide that we like to use. We want to make sure that he is available and that we can fish with him because he's he's just phenomenal. Uh, But We'll get into more about kind of his style and how he likes to fish here in a little bit. Um, But this year was, yeah, it was a great trip. I've talked a little bit about some of these fishing trips in an earlier episode. This is all back in season one, like episode, I think it might be three. Um, It's the interview I did with my grandpa. If you haven't listened to that one, I strongly uh, advise you to go do so. Um, It's one that holds a really special place in my heart just because it was so fun. It was one of the first interviews I'd ever done on this podcast, and I just loved how it came together. Uh, with me and my grandpa being able to talk just about some of the fun things that we've done, as well as just some of the crazy things that my grandpa's seen and some of the wild jobs he's had and all that stuff. So if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. But today we're just going to be talking about this trip uh, we did. It was I think it was September of last year, September of 2019. I went to Europe for these shows that we weren't supposed to do, and then we ended up getting added on them. And I went to Europe for like... I think it was like 12 or 14 days. I'm not really sure. Ended up flying back in. I think it was we flew in on a Saturday. And I got back in at like, it was like 2 or 3 p.m. um, in the afternoon. And then kind of rushed around, did laundry, got all of my gear and stuff ready. Because I was flying out the next morning to fly to Denver, Colorado. Where me and my grandpa were going to rent a car. And then drive the rest of the way. It's about four hours north of Denver to Casper, Wyoming. And then the the lodge we stay at is just a little bit past Casper, maybe 30 miles. But Casper is kind of the biggest city. It's where we go to eat and all of those things. So the turnaround is pretty quick. I was pretty jet lagged. I, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to handle everything flying back from Europe and then flying out the next day to like go on this fun little vacation or trip or whatever. It ended up being okay, but we got in, we rented the car, we drove out there, whatever, um, went and got our uh, fishing license and trout trout stamps or whatever. 
So for those of you who don't fish, you have to have a license in the state that you're fishing in. You can do short-term licenses. So there's a, a fly shop there in Casper called the Ugly Bug, Ugly Bug fly, fly Shop. That's um, that's where we get our tags. And they also have a bunch of fishing gear and stuff if you want to buy. like We use these things called buffs, and they're these kind of little um, lightweight material. It kind of looks like a scarf, but it's all the way around. You just put it over your head, and you kind of put it over your head and neck, and it just keeps you out of the sun, keeps you out of the wind. Um, which this trip was really windy, so we're glad we picked those up. So we got into Casper. We got our trout stamps, got our license, whatever, and went by the grocery store. We picked up, you know, kind of um, some of the essentials. Uh, we we always get a couple snacks. Um, I always like to do a like a cracker and meat and cheese tray um, for when we get off of the river each day. And chips and salsa and then obviously the the most important things is the booze stash so my grandpa likes to drink um old fashions and on this trip i normally drink old fashions but this trip i was really into gin and tonics just kind of haven't been drinking a lot of bourbon whiskey um wanted something a little more refreshing and so yeah gin and tonic was my drink so we picked up all that stuff went up to the lodge the thing about this lodge it's um, Gray Reef Anglers is the is the lodge. So we used to use another outfit for for a long time, and they have like a couple little lodges and a couple things right on the river, which is it's cool to stay right on the river. But we've recently switched in the last couple of years over to Gray Reef. They've got this big lodge up on the hill overlooking kind of the whole river. You can just see all of um, Wyoming in the distance. Really, really beautiful, um, peaceful. It. And the amenities are great. Um, it's two stories. They've got this downstairs. We've always stayed in this room. It's got two beds um, as well as a bunk bedroom and then a bathroom right there. They've got a full kitchen, refrigerator, everything for all your stuff. A big seating area with TV and couch and stuff. You know, we don't don't usually um, use that too much. But really spacious and just they've got a great patio area, a little fire pit. Um, so we like to go and make a drink and smoke a cigar. Our cigar of choice is always black and mild wine wood tips. I realize they're not good cigars. It's a cigarilla, whatever. That's just the tradition. Um, you can't break tradition, so that's what we smoke. But we um, we got in, and, and kind of as, as it normally goes out in Wyoming, it's kind of a slower pace of life. The doors are unlocked. No one's there. We're just kind of waiting for them to, to come and get us settled in. So we drop our bags and we just make a drink and sit on the on the patio, and it's it's a little windy, but the temperature is very mild, especially for September. It can get pretty cold up in Wyoming that time of year. Really fortunate with um, with the temperature of this trip. Everything was pretty good. It wasn't super hot and it wasn't super cold. Um, we did run into a lot of wind though, which wind is always kind of difficult. But overall. It, it was it was a great trip as far as weather goes and so we're just on the patio enjoying this time to just catch up i am realizing that i'm pretty tired especially after you um, have a beverage you start to feel that tiredness so we decide to go into town and we go to the restaurant that we always go to now we don't always go there every night but this trip we did and so we go to the Silver Fox and the Silver Fox is, I guess you could probably describe it as like a steakhouse or a lounge um, kind of restaurant. It's probably one of the 
nicer establishments in Casper, Wyoming. Casper, Wyoming is not very big. They do have a, a decent selection of a few good places to eat, you know, bars, um, kind of bar food, steaks, things like that. Um, but the Silver Fox, there's there's just something about it that's very special. It just has that vibe of kind of being a Colorado ski town. Like you just kind of walk in. Um, it's a lot of locals. There's a restaurant side and then there's the lounge side, just a bar and some seating area. We always sit on the lounge side. And normally I get a beer. Grandpa normally gets a Manhattan. And we just kind of relax and recount the day. And this was just a travel day. And so we were just kind of hanging out, just enjoying the rest of the night. The Silver Fox is known for their prime rib and my grandpa, funny enough, loves their escargot. And so like some places do escargot. It's just one of the most random places to have um, escargot. I think escargot is, I don't even remember. Is it, um, let me look it up. I actually don't know what is in escargot. Escargot, okay, so it's it's a, a snail dish. And so a lot of times escargot is served not fried but this um, escargot at the Silver Fox comes in this little tray. Everything is battered and fried. My grandma says it's phenomenal. I, um, I'm not super into snail. I have a texture thing. I have never had snail. I guess I can't really say for sure. It just doesn't seem like something that I would be into. So grandpa normally just gets escargot and maybe prime rib, maybe something else. But that, sometimes that's all he'll eat uh, for the meal is just that because we've already had some snacks at the lodge and whatever else. And so it was just a great first night. We we had this meal and we're feeling good. I went back and I, man, I think I passed out at like, we went to dinner early that night. I think I passed out at like seven or eight. I mean, like I normally don't go to bed before like midnight or like 1 a.m. And I was just exhausted uh jet lagged tired from literally just doing like nine shows in 11 days in europe and then immediately flying out the next day to go on this fishing trip i was i was wiped so i went back went to bed i wanted to be rested um while fishing is relaxing a six to seven hour day on the water is pretty draining and it takes a lot of mental focus so whatever went to bed was feeling good woke up the next day um, and, and that first day we did three days of fishing and the first day was the best day as far as like weather and everything goes pretty good day. Um, and we met up with our guide, Nick. And so Nick is this guide we've used. This is our second year with him and we will always continue to use Nick as long as we can. He's a phenomenal guide, knows the river, like the back of his hand. And more importantly, we just really like the way he fishes. So People fish the river different. Um, you can fish it nymphing, which is basically you have these flies that sink underneath the water. You, ha- you have two or three flies on at different depths, and they float. You're looking at a bobber, and whenever you see that bobber twitch, you set the hook. Hopefully, you have a fish. So that's one way to do it, and certainly a fun way to do it. You will catch a lot of fish that way, um, but it's not the most fun. Uh, I think the most fun way to fish out there, especially in the fall, is... Um, using grasshoppers and stuff. And we just missed the season. We were a little too late, um, unfortunately, because of my schedule. But we were still able to fish some grasshoppers and some topwater 
flies. And so the fun part about that is you cast out, you know, and he, he tells you right where he wants it. And he's sight fishing these fish. So he sees them and he can tell you there's a pod 30 yards down the river on the left-hand side. He can tell you there's one upstream on the right. I don't know how he does it. I can see some of them, but his ability to know where they're going to be and his ability to tell you where to put the fly is is amazing. And so he'll tell you, okay, I want it right here. And then we're going to let it drift and it's going to drift right over to the top. So, okay, whatever you get it out there and lo and behold, you get it in that perfect drift. And almost every time you'll get that, you'll get that fish to slam it, set the hook. And just, it's so much fun that way. And it's so much more responsive because you're, you're out there, you're watching the fish come up and hit the fly. And if that fly is not presented perfectly, and if it does not look like something it sees in the wild every day, it will not hit it. It's like trout are smart. They, um, they are tough to fool. And so hoppers are fun because they're big and fish a lot of times just slam them. And they're easy for my grandpa to see. And just it's just fun. It, it's a lot more fun than nymphing, in my opinion. We both have agreed that if we don't have to nymph, we're not going to. And we were fortunate. We weren't sure on this trip if we'd be able to... Uh, do a lot of top water and we basically top water fished the the whole time there was a couple points where we nymphed um but yeah we we didn't catch a ton of fish on this trip we cut we caught some good fish um we had some fun fish not a ton of them though and i think a lot of that was really because of the weather i mean it got super windy um the next two days it was probably i don't know i think they were 20 mile an hour winds pretty consistent with upwards of 30 mile an hour gusts and so that's with a fly rod those of you who haven't fly fish so fly rod is is a longer rod and you really got to get that cast back and then when you get the line all the way back you snap it forward like you're driving a nail and you snap forward and that spring in your rod flings your fly forward and that's how you cast well when it's really really windy that takes much more effort. And for someone who does not fish all the time, it just takes so much effort. And by the end of the day, your arm is just so tired. <laughs> you're just, you know, Nick's telling you where to put the put the fly and you're just like, man, I just don't know if I can get it there. And you're just working and working. But it's still so much fun and just so thankful for all of these fish that we're able to catch. And it's, it's more than just catching the fish out there. Like it's just to be on the North Platte and you're kind of going through these um, pastures and fields, you'll see cows up on the side. And it's just, it's one of those places that is special and just allows you to fully disengage from the world around you. Like I live such a hectic life, so many things going on. And I was just in one of the busier seasons of my life. I was coming home. So we were going out to do a headline tour. There was just so many details to figure out. Um, my mind was kind of fried and a little tired. And it's just so good. Like, I love these fishing trips and the timing of them. It just allows you to get away. And now that I live in Nashville, too, I just don't get to see my family very often. So being able to just hang out with my grandpa for like five days is really, really special to me and awesome. And I'm thankful that we're still able to do it. And yeah, that was kind of the rhythm of our days. We'd wake up in the morning, meet Nick, get out on the water pretty early. Um, if the fishing was good, we'd fish pretty late, you know, maybe four or 4.30. If it wasn't so great, we'd end a little earlier. And we always go back to the house. Um, 
make my grandpa a drink, make myself a drink, have some cheese and crackers and some little pepperoni, and then go sit on the porch and smoke a cigar and just kind of tell stories about the day and laugh about fish we caught and look at some of the pictures and just, you know, kind of reminisce about those moments. You know, you always have the that one fish that sticks out in your mind. Like a lot of times, like some of the fun ones are when a fish, like you can see it going after your fly and it goes right underneath it and then it goes past it. And you're just like, oh man, like it didn't like the drift or whatever. And Nick will say, hold it, hold it. And then all of a sudden that fish swims backwards and slams into the fly. Like those are some of the most fun ones because you're just right on the edge of uh, concentration, just waiting and waiting. And then all of a sudden it just, bam, slams it. So much fun. And it's fun just to have that time to spend together and talk about the fun memories and talk about life and just catch up and, you know, just kind of kind of hang out for a while. And after we sit out on the porch for a little bit, we'll go to the Silver Fox and do the same thing. And you start to learn the waitresses there and they kind of, hey, how's how was the river today? We'll run into Nick there every now and then, buy him a drink, whatever. And that's just kind of the rhythm of life. It's slow paced, it's relaxing, and it's also exhausting. I think my grandpa did great on this trip. I mean, he's he's getting older, and so it's it's tough when you get older to hang on the river that long. He did way better than I did this year. I remember being so tired after each day, just like jet lag still and just like exhausted from life. And that is what's so special about these times. It's just a time to go and relax and to to be. And that's what I would encourage you all this week. You know, I think we're in this time of uncertainty with all of the, the coronavirus stuff going on right now. And yes, it's scary and there's a lot of things happening, but it is, it's one of those times to stop and recharge and kind of slow down for a little bit. And there's a lot of scary aspects to it, but there's also some of these aspects that are nice to remember of like, kind of that word I've been using is rhythms, just finding this new rhythm of life. And I saw someone's Instagram post earlier today. I really liked it. It was just like, you know, we're just sitting on the porch and uh, we don't have anything to do. We don't know what's coming next. Like you're, you're not anticipating something new. You're not worried about the next thing you have planned. It's forcing us to have this time to slow down and to stop and to just be in the moment. And I'm like terrible at that and it's scary and hard. That would be my message in all of this. The thing that these fishing trips have taught me the most is kind of remembering the people in your life that are special to you and like remembering to take time out and spend time with them and to be able to go on these adventures. Like I'm just hugely blessed to be able to do this and to just have these experience with my grandpa that not not a lot of people have been able to do. So really thankful for that and um, excited about our next trip. We're, we're planning a trip now. We were actually trying to go on a trip over in um, East Tennessee here in April, but obviously with everything going on, we just kind of decided that's not going to be the best option right now. But still hoping next year in the fall we can go back. We're really hoping we can go back during like prime grasshopper season because it's just man, it's just so much fun. When they're hitting it, It's there's nothing like it. And it's really special. And just have, being on a drift boat and having a guide, it just allows you to cover so much water and you have someone who knows every little intricacy of the stream, which is, is phenomenal. It's well worth the money. And yeah, excited about the next adventure. 
and excited to to keep going on trips with my grandpa. So it, it should be a good time. Hopefully all this stuff dies down by the fall and we'll we'll be able to get a trip in. And hope you guys are doing well. I know there's a lot of uncertain things in life. I hope today's episode just gives you a minute to breathe and to just maybe think about a time in your life that's special, these trips you've been able to go on, family members that you have traditions with, or all of these little things that um, we easily forget about during times of stress. And so this this podcast today was a good way for me to just stop and reflect and remember um, a really fun and positive time um, recently in my life that oftentimes I forget about in these times of stress and uncertainty and worried about money and health and family members and, and everything else going on. Um, maybe this is a time for you to just yet yeah, be able to uh, remember a fun time in your life and just reflect on that and be thankful that you were able to have that experience. Um, as usual, I'm always here if you guys want to reach out. Um, thankful for you guys and looking forward to um, bringing you another episode next week. This has been another episode of Mellow Mondays. Mm-hmm.